episode two. The doctor will see you now. My name is Evan DM, and this is Evan DM's Joke Doctor, a podcast. Kind of want to do a short little intro just talking about the feedback so far. People love it. Let's start. Um, no, actually. So I think. <laughs> Thank as, you to all the people leaving five star reviews on Spotify and Apple Music. Is that. Have people done that? I have. Oh, cool. Can you do that on Spotify? <laughs> you can. You have to listen to the episode first, and then you can leave a review. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah. everyone should do that. Uh huh. Um, and then they should text me the <laughs> screenshot of it if they have my phone number. If if they don't, Slide please don't the do Twitter that. DMs. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. I'll accept it. I'll leave it in my re- message requests, but I'll like look mm-hmm. at it. I look at all my message requests. Yeah. And sometimes I get ones where I like, I feel like I should respond. Like there's no reason for me to not respond. It's like, hey, do you want to play this show? <laughs> like oh my this God. month, and I'm just like. Eh, no, I don't really want to. And as your brand manager. You love that. Oh, yeah. So Super do. One of my favorite pieces of feedback um, came from my mom, who is listening now. Shout out to Susan. Don't tell people my mom's name. Oh, shout out to Evan's mom. Thank you. That's better. I'm not going to edit it, but... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So my mom gave a lot of really good feedback. She liked that the podcast wasn't an hour and 40 minutes long, which is something I definitely tried to do. And she said that it, that it was really cool. But also, more importantly, uh, one of the jokes last week was, why did the elephants get kicked out of the pool? And we had gotten pretty close to a good idea. And uh, my mom texted uh, me and and also my dad and my sister in her group chat. And she said... They kept dropping their trunks, which she didn't like say, I have an idea for what this joke could have been. She just said that, (laughs) which is so funny. Is that not the punchline for the joke, though? No, I think it was like they took off. Or Oh, they couldn't keep their trunks up. They couldn't keep their trunks up. But like if you keep dropping your trunk like to splash, like that that works both ways. It, It is like. I think that's something that that uh, we definitely missed, and yeah. uh, that's the first sort of audience punch up. And mm-hmm. I, I think moving forward, like I think if people have ideas for how they could make the joke better, if we didn't nail it, yeah, then I would love to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's not good, I will say, well, that doesn't work either, because some people will like give me things yeah. that are like it's just oh that also doesn't. Work. And you are the joke doctor. You yeah. have the authority to tell people that their jokes aren't good. Yeah, and I think if you're writing into a podcast, you sort of deserve whatever response you get. Mm-hmm. Unless it's vitriolic, which I wouldn't like aim to be. But I I would love to hear people's other ideas for for what punchlines could be. You can send those to edjdpodcast at gmail.com. I, I feel like it's very easy to come across when you're in my position as like what I say goes and this is the way the joke's going to work. But like if someone comes up with a better punchline, absolutely. Yeah. I have no problem. I always think, man, I hate it when people like try to tell me what's a better joke that I could have made as a punchline on TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like and I thought that I hated when people did that. But it was actually up until like a month or two ago when someone actually gave me a better punchline than what I had written. 
And I was like, oh, I don't hate it. It's just everyone's been not as good. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. I will take that. But uh, let's get into the podcast. Okay. While we're still talking about feedback, okay. I wanted to uh, shout out to my little brother, Zachy. He's six mm-hmm. and he really likes a podcast. So it's got the six-year-old stamp of approval. And I think that's very important for a yeah. joke podcast. Thanks, Zachy. I appreciate it. I appreciate you listening. Thanks so much. First joke, please. All right. I tweeted earlier in the week, I love when I find a joke that I know Evan's just going to hate. You're going to start with this? Yeah, I'm going to start with this. Okay. How does a squid go into battle? Oh, this is this is going to be one of those ones where it's about an octopus, isn't it? No. <laughs> um, no octopodes. It gets into... Octopodes. Octopodes. It gets into um, octoposition. No. no. It, it enters the octogon. No. Octopus gone. How does a squid go into battle mm-hmm. without an inkling of doubt? No. Is that it? No, that's no, not it. No, of course it's not no. it. No. <laughs> I can't think of what this would be because I think the fact that you said I'm going to hate it means that I'm not going to be able to guess it. <laughs> so I, I would like to hear this just because uh, I, I don't know, like what t- tentacles? Like, is it like tactical, like tentacle? What it call? Is it calamari? No, I mean, calamari is squid. It is squid, yeah. yeah. But no, it's not they, calamari. Oh, man, if it were like, what? what's the name of a squid military? And you would say, I calamari. Calamari. <laughs> it, it, I thought it might work that's in my a, head. That's a, yeah, stretch. Yeah, that's a stretch. I can't think of anything close. What is it? Well-armed. Well-armed? Mm-hmm. <sighs> now... So the thing is, if this joke were about octopi or octopuses or octopodes, however you want to pluralize it, it would make sense because octopi have arms. Those are like canonically arms. Squid have tentacles and it's not arms. They're just not arms. Is that just like in your brain you feel like they're not arms? I like. Why did you look? Did you look into this? No. Did you do research? No, I mean, because like with octopi, they can be called tentacles. Yeah, but they can also be called. I think can they are like tech. They're um, gonna... what's the word? Prehensile. Like they can do shit with them. Okay. Oh whoa. Barring a few exceptions, octopuses have eight arms and no tentacles, while squid and cuttlefish have eight arms and two tentacles. Hold on. Squid have arms too? Okay, I'm wrong. Damn. This joke is fine. Uh, this joke works. That is really weird. Squid have 10 arms. Wow. That's weird. Squid have more arms than I gave them credit for. I didn't think they could do anything with those Why? arms. Yeah, for real. That's wild. Okay. Well, I take it back. I admit that I was incorrect. That joke is perfectly fine, if not kind of boring yeah let's move on i didn't hate that oh i just it gave me an opportunity to learn something because i mean well armed well armed like yeah yeah it's fine okay it works i mean it's like this is a learning podcast after all it's it is i think it is tagged educational if learning something is the only thing that people get out of this podcast i think that's fine yeah that's fine we've made the world a better place probably um i think that i would like to hear the next joke okay who was the greatest financer in the Bible? Wait, hold on. I'm going to Google <laughs> before I make a joke. Okay. 
Um, okay, I took a brief minute and a half break to look up something to make this joke. Okay. Okay, so the joke was, who was the best financer? Yeah, the greatest financer in the Bible. I think it's maybe uh, Zare, uh, because he was a Job creator. No. That's Job's father <laughs> in the Bible. I had to look that up. And then I had to look up the pronunciation, which I also might not have gotten correct. But it That's not the answer. No, it's not Job creator. No, no, I applaud you, though, for um, the effort you put into that. I think it's whoever wrote the book, right? Because Jesus? Yeah, Jesus, who wrote the Bible, right? Yeah. Did he uh, write the Bible? No, I don't know. No, he didn't. Um, it's like the gospel people. The gospel yeah. people. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Oh, those guys. Yeah, from the from, from the, the Beatles songs. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I mean, it, is it Judas? Whoever sold Jesus out for like 20, 30 pieces of silver? I mean, that's a great deal. I'm gonna say Judas. Final answer. Okay. Wrong. Okay, who is it? Noah. He was floating his stock while everyone else was in liquidation. Floating stock. Huh. Huh. That joke feels like it makes sense, mm-hmm. but I've never heard the phrase floating stock. Did you not have to take economics 101 no, in college? I did. Oh. Floating stock is the number of shares available for trading of a particular stock. Huh. Everyone else was in liquidation? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think that's true. I don't, I don't think be- drowning is not <laughs> in liquid. Like, I get it, like, because you're under liquid. That is fun. Like, it's a higher caliber because it's like trying to do something mm-hmm. interesting. And I think the concept of floating stock, meaning to literally have a boat full of stock, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Yeah, I thought this one was pretty good. Um, My only critique is that... If you switched it, mm. like if you said everyone else was in liquidation, but he had floating stock, I think that's better because the one you're ending on is the one that's actually strong. Okay. And I think that if you have a part of a, if you have two parts of a punchline where one is definitely stronger, mm-hmm. you kind of want to put that one second because that's the one that's going to be more memorable. That's the one where people are going to, you're, you're like, you're building up to it. You know, so I think that that is fine. But I think if you switch those around, I think that's like a very easy way to to strengthen that. And I think that's like a good thing to keep in mind, because sometimes you like come up with a really good punchline and then it's like, oh, I almost have another thing to add on. Mm -hmm. And so keeping that in mind of like ordering in the punchline is very crucial because normally you kind of want to get right to it in a joke like that. But if you are going to have it be that long, yeah, then you might as well have the payoff be the best part at the end. Um, let's go to the next joke, please. Okay. This one is for all the wives out there. Cool. Um, how do you keep your husband from reading your email? You put an F in front of it, so it's female. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which you think you think that's a biological sex joke, but it's actually... Because female means that it costs money for him to read. Mm. It's female. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's not actually. How much would you pay to read your my, wife's emails? My wife's emails. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like I'm paying enough for uh, all those credit card statements that she's getting <laughs> billed about. So, um, 
uh, 20 a month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Enough for me to get like two thirds of a Jesus every okay. month. Um, let's see. Is it something to do with Wi Fi? No. Mm, like the Wi Fi love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Wi Fi lockdown. No. <laughs> the Wi Fi locked down by the wife I locked down. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's like a lot of stuff you can do with email and wife. But like, and surprisingly, none of that. Not none no. of them are here. No. I, I'd love to hear what this joke is. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna guess. I'm, I think I'm over three on guessing these. Rename the mail folder to instruction manuals. Oh, <laughs> boo! <laughs> oh God. <laughs> the mail folder? Where the fuck is it? <laughs> on the computer? Like, do, are you downloading your mail into a folder that's on the desktop? Like, you'd have to, like, change the mail icon yeah. and then also rename it. Usually, what's, and your your husband would just be like, why do we have instruction on, for <laughs> what? I got to click on this. Um, no, he's not going to read it. Of course, I mean, right? Because men, men don't, read, don't instruction. read instructions; they already know it. Yeah, they come exactly. pre-programmed with all the instructions to build everything in IKEA. It's part of their genetic makeup. That's true. That's true. <laughs> how many um, things from IKEA do you know how to build? I mean, all of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Probably. So that's interesting, right? <laughs> because it's it, most of these are sort of wordplay, and that one's kind of just like, "Hey, fellas." <laughs> You know how you know how you don't need to know how to make something. You just figure it out. That's oh man. It's like um, how do you how do you hide your secret lover from your husband? And it's like you mark his house down on a map. He's never gonna look at it. Like <laughs> garbage. Cause I don't know. I feel like that's a stereotype that like I don't know if that exists anymore. At least for people, I it, like it's not, like our age, probably not. Not for our age because it's like, or maybe, maybe like the people from high school that are our age, right. probably them. The people who are married right now, yeah. That joke hits, yeah. That that husband hears that joke and he's like, "I never look at the instruction manual." Yeah, he just figures it out, and then he like leans on a table and it collapses. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next joke? Where do logs like to go on hikes? Logs like to go on hikes. This joke is for your mom. My mom does love hiking. I know. <laughs> um, I mean, like, it feels like it. The first thing that pops into my mind is the woods because it's wood. Ding, but, ding, like, ding. is that it? <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. No way. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I want to hear the rest of your thought process, though, because Bec last time I didn't interrupt you when you had gotten like the punchline. No, and, that's and, good. Oh, I okay. think this is correct. I think that's how this should work, because normally if I get it in a situation like that, it's because I don't expect it to be that. <laughs> because what are you talking about? Where does a log go hiking? <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, where do you like... Oh, jeez. It's like, where does the person go on a walk? The cemetery. It's like, that's just, that's not even, it's like reverse. It's not even that. It's just like, I can't even think of, because it's wood? 
Because it's the woods. That's just where people go hiking. That's infuriating. That's just where logs come from. That's where logs come from. It's called the woods because it's wood. <laughs> it's not like it. Ex- it's not laying <laughs> off of things that you wouldn't think. Oh, God. I love how loud you're being and that my mic is picking up on that. Yeah, I, I've moved my microphone very far. I'm holding my microphone like how Bob Barker on like fucking Price is Right holds his microphone. It's just so far away from me. I'm bringing it a little closer because I'm settling down. That joke doesn't fucking work. I'm sorry for you have cursing. To bleep that out. I'll just do it again. That no, you, you could leave it. Z- Zachy says fuck. Shout out to Zach. Um, go tell your mom. Right <laughs> no. <laughs> so I don't think that joke works because why? Because, because, okay, I'm going to try to break down more explicitly. Logs are wood. The woods is called that because it's got wood in it. Or wood is called that because it comes from the woods. I don't know. Either way. There is no leap being taken. This is an A to A joke. It is like, where does the wood go on a hike? The woods. It's nothing. Like log is just a synonym for wood. It's the most basic thing you could probably think of. So this means I have to come up with like, how do I make this joke actually work? And I don't know because I think you have to like abstract log, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. What if it was the logger, like a like a person whose job it is to no make logs? No, that's not that's not different. Where is Be- the logger? Because it's just like you're just connecting things. Like it's hard to explain why this is so frustrating if you don't already understand. So I want to assume everybody gets why this doesn't work because it's not even it's not even suggesting like a real thing. Like, I mean, logger would do that, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like, the reason why that's not a joke is because if you said, like, where's a logger's favorite place? The woods. (laughs) Yep. That's just, that's why it's called that. So, ah, man. So I'm thinking, like, how do you make that different? How can you abstract log from wood far enough? My head is trying to come up with something that would have to do with like morning wood. Why why did the logs have a funeral in the forest? Because they were morning wood. Yeah, but like then you're just saying a phrase. Like you have it you have to connect. We are working wood. with like the worst possible joke format. It's true. I mean, I'm just gonna cut most of this silence. Obviously. Maybe like why did the lumberjack bring his computer? To the woods. So he could log on. Well, I was going to say it's the best place for login. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that... Because then you get login and logging. Yeah. But that's so far from From, what this joke was. I think this is maybe the first one where we've kind of just had to scrap it. This joke doesn't even... It's not really even a joke. It's not even really a joke, is it? Mm Mm-mm. So I had to cut out about five minutes of us like thinking about how that joke doesn't work and trying to come up with something better. And oh, man, I don't want to dwell on this anymore. Can we move on to the next joke, please? Sure, sure, sure. 
What did the train engineer's friend tell her when she did something crazy? Oh, I mean, it's like you're going off the rails. Nope. Right? No. You're off track? No. Okay, that's good. I'm good, because that would be that. <laughs> I, I thought that might be what it was. The Woods one really has me primed for these to be just god-awful A to A kind of things. And I should break down what A to A means and, like, A to B and A to C, but, mm -hmm. like... I think I'll do that at another time. Maybe we could have an episode that's like breaking down joke format terminology. And I think such. that'll be like a segment that we do. Um, Evan Deem's vitamin recommendations. Yeah, vitamin A to A. <laughs> um, what did the... What did the train engineer's friend tell her when she did something crazy? Oh, you must have had a real locomotive. Yeah, something. It's, it's not that like... Yeah. Clever, is it, it? I mean, it just says your locomotive, your locomotive. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't it doesn't include the second part, which is already a word. Yeah. That's frustrating. <laughs> They're so close to that being like just a little bit better of a joke. Because yeah, loco means crazy in Spanish, I guess. Yeah. And um Yeah, but it's that's rough, right? I think it's very cool that trains are such a strong metaphor for like, you know, things that should be going well and so like on track, mm -hmm. right? So off the rails, off track, all bad stuff. I think there's a lot of cool stuff in trains there. Yeah. Um, but, At least they didn't say train wreck. Yeah. Because that's like, too, that would be too easy. Mm -hmm. I, I think locomotive is probably out of the four other options we've come up, that's the best one, but it is disappointing mm -hmm. because like you could for reformat. That's like, what did the train engineer say when someone asked them why they were being so crazy? I just had a locomotive, you know? Oh, I like that more. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I was like going for originally, yeah. but it's like, it doesn't work grammatically based off of what that setup is. So you have to like figure out how you can get motive into it. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, even then it could be like, why did the train engineer go off the tracks on purpose? Oh. There's a locomotive, you yeah. know, like it's, it's so easy to do that. Mm -hmm. You have two words there. Yeah. That's so frustrating that yeah. they did loco and then just, and just like a train hitting a brick wall. <laughs> Like four brick walls in a row because the train would just go through a brick wall. But like, um, by the fourth one, it stops. By the fourth one, it stops. Um, it couldn't break the fourth wall. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> cool. Let's let's have the last joke of the episode. All right, this is my other Bible joke. Hell yeah, I love the Bible. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to God. <laughs> um, shout out to what's your favorite. You know what's your let's say our favorite book of the Bible on three. One, two, three, Exodus. The life of the world to come. I don't know the books of the Bible. It's not I've a book never, that I've ever read. I've never read Exodus. I've, I just it sounds cool. I yeah, sure. Um Okay. Exodus. Okay. Well let's say it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say our favorite book of the Bible on three. One, two, three, Exodus. Exodus. That's so much easier when you cut out the time where we <laughs> planned it. Um yeah, what's the last joke? All right. Which servant of God was the most flagrant lawbreaker in the Bible? Ooh. Oh. Was it the Italian Job? No. <laughs> I'm going to bring Job into all of these ones. So 
The Italian job is a is a heist movie. Oh. So it's like job job uh-huh. job. Um so who does is it who does the most crime in the Bible? <laughs> most flagrant lawbreaker. Lawbreaker. I feel like that wording is important. Oh yeah. Is this gonna be one that's like just a kind of play off of a specific character's name? No. Interesting. Apostle, disciples? Man, I don't know. Is there a character in the Bible named Sinbad? No. Because that would be... <laughs> no. Um, Great uh, restaurant, though. Gr- good good restaurant. Shout out to Syracuse, Sinbad. Yeah. Very good shawarma. Falafel. Um, yeah. He always gives me like, a, a, like little, an extra treat. Yeah, pastry. He's a nice guy. Good guy. Um, until Unless we're just going to start plugging restaurants in Syracuse, New York. <laughs> Let's... Um, Start with the Vietnamese Noodle House. Vietnamese Noodle House, <laughs> Camillus in North Syracuse. Um, <laughs> that banh mi, very right banh mi. good. So good. good. Um, what that's local work, local jokes, local work. Um, what is the punchline to this one? For, with a local restaurant? No. What is oh, the punchline oh, to the actual, this? Joke? Okay. <laughs> uh, Moses, because he broke all ten commandments at once. Oh, like broke? Yeah. Like he introduced. Like, did he not like break like actual tablets that the commandments were written on? Is that what it is? Is that I think Opal is Opal is over there shaking her head. Do you know this one? Yeah, Z went to Catholic school. Yeah, I've done all of these. Okay, am okay. I right? I believe so. That's that's what I thought. All right, so for somebody who's never read the Bible, yeah. Okay, I'm doing more Bible research this episode than I really expected to. Trying to look up the breaking. Of the tablets. That is why I said the like the wording of the setup of the joke was important. Oh, lawbreaker. Yeah. Right. That's actually really good. That's really clever. Okay. From the... I was going to say YouTube channel. <laughs> from the Bible YouTube channel. Jesus like... He's like, hey, what's up, apostles? <laughs> from the Wikipedia page, Tablets of Stone, which sounds like a really good like post-rock band. Yeah. Um, according to the biblical narrative, the first, this is actually also post-rock, isn't it? Um, <laughs> according to the biblical narrative, the first set of tablets inscribed by the finger of God, Exodus 31, 18, shout out to Exodus. That's Exodus. crazy. Were smashed by Moses when he was enraged by the sight of the children of Israel worshiping a golden calf. And the second were later chiseled out by Moses and rewritten by God. Oh, uh, actually this is in the, the Quran. I remember reading okay, about this. Okay, cool. So you know, you know. Well, it does actually say one of the things in here is in the Quran. Yeah, um, I think this is also in um, like the Torah. Well, yeah, this is this is yeah, Old this Testament is, stuff. Well, yeah. So, so this is this is the, uh, the OG. This, every, everybody stuff. agrees on this one. Everyone is in consensus about this. So that's a good joke. I think that's a really solid joke because he literally broke. He's a lawbreaker. It sets it up perfectly, and it sets it up really cleverly because you're not thinking physical breaking of physical written laws. Um, but if you know that, that that works really well. Also, my first impulse was that he broke them, like you might break news. Mm. And so he literally broke the Ten Commandments to everybody yeah. as news and then physically broke them. That's really good i'm really glad that we're ending on yeah on that on joke because that's joke. really good yeah i mean i think that there are a lot of like there's so much stuff 
in religion, that it's very easy to like have all these cool like uh like really poetic things. Like the Bible has a lot of cool poet yeah, poetic stuff in it. So, yeah, I like that joke a lot. Yeah. Um and I don't I don't have anything to change about it. I think that joke works perfectly. That's the best joke of the episode. The worst joke of the episode was the one about logs going on a hike <laughs> in the woods, like as if a person would go on a hike around a bunch of like human flesh. Like that's crazy to me. <laughs> um that's that's I ah oh, man, I'm getting mad again. So, that's the podcast, I guess. I feel like we did some good work. I'm I'm really glad to have heard that joke because I I really like good jokes, well written jokes, and I really like bad jokes as well. Like the fact that it makes me angry really gets me thinking about how jokes work, and that's interesting to me. Yeah. Like I think one of the things that I kind of expect to hear, though I haven't heard, because like most of the people listening to this are people who know us mm-hmm. um, or know me at least, and so they kind of get what the angle I'm coming at this from is a joke appreciator. Mm -hmm. Um, The joke appreciator has logged on and it's not about like, from my perspective, this isn't a comedy podcast in the way that like an improv show is a comedy pod. This is talking about how joke works. It's kind of an analysis podcast. It's like a review podcast with jokes as the basis. It's like a poetry class all over again. It's like a poetry class. And I loved poetry Uh, class. (laughs) Poetry class was so formative for me. All of my, like my best songs came after I wrote, like did poetry for a year. And, um, Shout out to poetry class. Shout out to poetry class. I miss that. Shout out to Stephanie Pritchard, my poetry teacher. Uh, Shout out to Marilyn Callett, my poetry teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I had another one, but I don't remember her name. I remember Um, my other poetry teacher. His name was Marcel Browers. Shout out. Shout out. Um, (laughs) So I think that, like, there's a common thing where people say that explaining a joke is like dissecting a frog. You understand, but it kills the joke. And I don't think we're coming at a point of this where we want, like, these jokes to be delivered aren't like going to be standalone funny because the way we're approaching it. Right. So I really think that analyzing and understanding a joke gives you a lot of appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. And like I did this, I guess it's a series now on TikTok, um, but I've done these videos where like I do a contrived joke and then I cut to a person like <laughs> explaining the joke as if like the focus group who saw the joke didn't get it or like it. And so I have a note card and I break down all the parts and people really like that. And they're like, oh, I thought explaining a joke killed it. And it's like, no, it doesn't. That is a thing that people don't understand about how jokes work. Because if you have to explain a joke, it's you're going to lose the momentum of a moment. But it doesn't kill the joke if you like jokes for what they are yeah. as a piece of writing, as a piece of creative writing. That's what jokes are, mm-hmm. you know? And my friend Claire, um, super interesting mind, was texting me like, do you think a joke has to be funny? And I was like, no, yeah. I don't think so. Because you could tell the best joke in your opinion. And if someone doesn't think it's funny, that doesn't mean it's not a good joke. Because humor and thinking something funny is subjective. And so something can, someone can think it's not funny, then that doesn't make it not a joke. And something can be a really, really well-constructed joke and just not be surprising enough mm-hmm. to like hit you in that like joke response. Right. It's like a song doesn't have to make you cry to be sad. Like a laugh is in somewhat uncontrollable physical reaction. 
in the way that like crying at sad media is like you can acknowledge the quality of something without having a physical reaction to it. And I, I do think that there is something to be said for like, if it doesn't make people laugh, is it a useful joke? You know, or like, is it a good thing to include in a stand-up set? I think these are all different questions. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I think there's so much fun to be had in jokes, whether or not they make you laugh. And um, I hope everybody had fun today. I had fun recording I, this. I had fun. Opal, did you have fun half listening to it? Opal says yes. Well, Opal, there's a little like shaka with the hand. The Two of them. Of Two the of them. This podcast just got twice as good. <laughs> That's the end. If you have jokes you want us to read, uh, if you have comments, uh, send those to edjdpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Evan out of 10. The 10 is T-E-N. You can follow Sarah on Twitter at Sarah A-B-T-W, and that's Sarah with an H. Anything else? Uh, I think that's it. All right. Let's end the podcast there. Oh, we have a thing we that we say. We have a thing we say. If it ain't, ain't joke, joke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. <laughs>